planet Earth. It's time for another edition of Radio Wilder with Harry. Beaming into 23 countries and territories around the world. Bringing you the Wilder news flashes, the hot Wilder t-shirts. Click on store on RadioWilder.com to see how you can get one and how it helps the Be Kind to People project. You buy, you help. And get ready for the Caper Clowns from Denmark, April 27th. It's Radio Wilder 26 with more great music and amazing stories ripped from the headlines. You won't hear it anywhere else but right here. Now put on your rock and roll ears for Harry on RadioWilder.com. Just like Cleopatra, Radio Wilder's boat floating down the Nile. Welcome, Egypt, country number 20. We love you. We love you in Egypt. Thanks for joining, and you joined in a big way. We had 11 different downloads from Egypt. Happy to know that uh, we're welcome, and happy to know that wherever Cleopatra went, the Radio Wilder show goes. That's about 19 countries more than I thought we'd be in. Love them all and very, very happy. Still getting good response from our breaking of Dave's song. People liked it. And he promised us the next time he gets another one, we're going to come out and get a chance to do the same thing. He got some good hits on his social media sites, and we're happy to do it. And I do think we mentioned this, but we had another reach out from Denmark, the Caper Clowns, which... uh, is a group that has had uh, two albums, I think, coming out with a third. They've had a number one song in Denmark. They're currently in Sweden, and they've asked us to break their newest single and their newest video. So hopefully between now and then, I'm going to get a chance. Terry's going to try to set us up with a Skype call to talk with a couple of the members of the band. We're going to do it on the April 27th show. Really like some of the stuff that they've got. Caper, the Caper Clowns. You can find them. You can look them up. Again, I think this is their third album. So this is a riot. We're more than happy to do it. Anybody who's listened to me for years and knows how much I like the groups from over there, and they sound good, and they look like they're they're ready to do some stuff. She uh, told Terry, or the manager told Terry, you guys know the Ravenettes? And Terry said, oh, Harry loves the Ravenettes. Well, we know the Ravenettes, so who knows? Maybe we'll be over in Denmark and be partying with the Ravenettes. And that'll just be about the end of the program by then because I'll just rock it off into space and wonder how could this happen. The Be Kind People Project, doing great. Hopefully you're sending something in. Send a crispy five, send 25, send 50 if you like what they're doing and how can you not like what they're doing. Kids from the third through the eighth grade getting a helping hand. Uh, Some of them, many of them disadvantaged. And you're teaching them to do things the right way so then when they grow up, they're going to be better humans for everybody else. And this is a very worthwhile cause, I think, with with the way the world is today and what's going on. Who wouldn't want kids growing up to be better humans? So dig into them, check their video out, see whatever they want to, you know, whatever makes you feel good. Again, they've touched over 2 million people, over 100,000 or so here in Arizona. The show tonight, going to have some different stuff, of course. Uh, the story tonight will be, I, I must, I was, 
I had enough of my lecture last week, but I thought, well, I left one part kind of un, un, maybe not completely explained exactly what I meant. But I just finished a sales meeting yesterday, and because of the the because of the meat of the conversation in the sales meeting, I decided mm, I've got to continue on, and because it is a life story, and give you some good examples, good stuff from the Enquirer. We'll get into that. I want to start us off. It's a it's kind of a different group it's called Lucky Chops. They're doing a combo of Funky Town and I Feel Good. This is a 2015 tune. They're all excited because they've been playing since 2005 and 2006. They're currently over in Poland doing some doing some foreign stuff. And they just blast with high-energy music. They're a horn-prominent horn group, if you will. And they're all excited because they're doing their very first studio production. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's something different. And I'm sure... Uh, when you hear it, it's they they just were here in Phoenix. We missed them. I didn't. I heard one of their songs, but I really like this one. If I had heard this one first, I'd have probably tried to make it in Phoenix to hear them. But anyways, they're on their way in an upward climb. Then we're gonna give we're gonna do a give them what they want. Love me knots from Detroit. Just sounded good, so we slipped it in for the fans and for me. Going back to one of my greatest favorite groups of all time, the Rascals. They're gonna do you better run, and then we're gonna stop for first sticky to the day. To a big Hall of Famer, maybe one of the greatest, if not the greatest, voice in rock. I think that I used a little too much babble time last week, so this week I'm going to try to make it up with a little bit more music time. So let's rock, let's roll on RadioWilder.com.
trying to do to my heart? What you trying to do to my heart? You go around telling lies, you're fooling around with the other guy. What you trying to do to my heart? You better run. You're trying to do to my soul Everything I had was yours And now I'm closing all the doors What you trying to do to my soul You better run Love Dino on the drums. Pretty Woman, Roy Orbison, coming up next, 64. Anybody who's ever listened to Roy sing, if you don't think he's the greatest, I think he's the greatest in rock and I've heard. There are different ratings for what he is, and he can range anywhere from a, a baritone to a tenor. But from 1960 to 66, he had 22 singles that made the top 40. He, he never had another top 40 hit, never had a big hit, until he co-wrote a song with Tom Petty and Jeff Lynn, which was the first song that they ever did. Uh, you call, the first time they did it when they were in the Wilburys called You Got It. They wrote that song, and that popped into the top 10, his first one. He died shortly after. He was the, another record that he has. He, in, starting in 19, uh, let's see, I think it was in 63, over a 68-week period, he was the only American to crack number one in England over that period other than the British groups, and he did it twice. Hall of Famer, uh, songwriter Hall of Famer, singer Hall of Famer. He's rated the, I think they said his... Uh, Number 37 of the all-time great artists. And you can debate that up and down. And I think the number 13 for the greatest singer is pretty low for Roy Orbison. There's only one like him. All the big groups were shocked when they'd see Roy. I remember a story that he was in, I think Jamaica or something with the Stones. 
and they were all hanging out on the beach. And here's this kind of a little roly-poly guy with his dark glasses because he had bad eyesight. And he was out on the beach getting a little sunburn. And they got ready to play that night. They got along good with him. But uh, Keith Richards said, all of a sudden, here he comes. He liked to dress in black. He dyed his hair black, wore dark glasses, black clothes. He said, all of a sudden, he got up there and this big, giant monster voice came out. And it transfixed all of them. And it showed what Roy Orbison was all about. So Roy's going to do Pretty Woman for us. And then we're going to run into one other sticky. So we might as well do it right now because they're back-to-back stickies. And we like back-to-back stickies. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl came on strong in the 90s. She started off as a backup singer for Don Henley, Joe Cocker, Bob Dylan, Stevie Vaughan. And I'm not even going to, I'd have a sticky again, one of the all-time four or five longest on the program, telling you everybody, she's played with everybody. Let me just say that, played with everybody. She's, she's a musician, plays a little standard, a little rhythm guitar, plays a little bass, of course sings, and she's actually done some acting in four or five different shows. So it's not a, Hollywood, a singer trying to race over to Hollywood who just said, I need to try to be an actor. She did a quality, a creditable job in some of those shows. She got cancer, recovered from cancer, and she wrote a book called Sexy, uh, Sexy, a Crazy Sexy Cancer Tips, which is supposedly a really a, a, a enlightening or uplifting book to read, to, to kind of be helpful. She had some uh, very, very high publicized romance. She had a romance with Eric Clapton. She had a romance with Lance Armstrong. She dated a couple of Hollywood guys. She's got a lot of power. Cheryl does a lot of stuff, sold over 50 million records. So let's do a couple of stickies, double stickies. Pretty Woman, Roy Orbison, one of the greatest songs ever. We're going to do Cheryl doing You're an Original. And then I think before we get to a request, I feel like hearing a little, I think, I feel like hearing a little CCR. So we're going to go ahead and do that. So let's play a little bit more, more music on the Wilder Show while we're cruising down the Nile tonight. I think we're on the Nile. I'm looking up there at a couple of pyramids. Or, well, maybe it's not a pyramid. It's, I think it's a blanket covering one of my lights, but it looks kind of pyramid-like. Let's play some music.
is tuned in to RadioWilder.com now in 23 countries around the world including Denmark, Greece, Spain and Sri Lanka let us know where you're listening to RadioWilder.com Yeah. Hey. 
play two out of the three of those songs. We did Pretty Woman. I don't think we sang it quite as great as Roy. And we did lots of Suzy Q, which we did a good job on that. So we've let off for the pretty good little lineup. What'd you think of what do you think of Lucky Chops? You like it? Uh, very different, very unique, and sometimes it's really refreshing to hear something. I mean, they took took on two of the older tunes, but they do uh, a bunch of different stuff. I, I like that kind of. I like that particular sound. Normally, not a, an all horner, but in that particular one, uh, the way they do it is is uh, well. What's the best word to describe it? They did it on their own. They created their own. It's a very unique rendition of it. Next, we're going to go into a. We're going to go to two little Nashville girls who are handling requests. First one is Megan, who we met down in Nashville. And Megan wants to hear Cage on the Ground by Flyleaf. And that's a 2012 rocker. We're going to play that for you, Megan. We had a nice time down there. Real nice meeting you. Later in the show, we're going to do one for the manager of the hotel, the, the place that we stayed, the Quality Suites. And uh, we're going to do that for Nikki. They treated us great down there. We've had a wonderful time there. And uh, we have a couple other Nashvillers that we have. I know we have you out there, James. We're trying to look you up, but I know you want to hear Luke Nelson. You want to hear Willie's son. And somehow uh, Marlene found it on our Facebook page, and we haven't found it as, a, as an official request. James is a, a big rock and roll fan, a very knowledgeable rock and roll fan, turned us on to Luke Nelson. And he's an Uber driver, so give him a buzz. At least that's part of what he does, driving his Uber. Real nice meeting you, James, and we're going to get that taken care of. So we'll do that request. Then we're going to go pop back into the 70s for the fans, give him a little fog hat, fool for the city. Liked it. And then we're going to go into one of my deep, 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 the kind of the songs that Andre loves with the beautiful Fleetwoods, not Fleetwood Mac the Fleetwoods from the 50s, except this time, probably nobody who's listening out there has this in their collection. In fact, I, I queried Mike, my number one contributor. In fact, we're out at the golf course talking to him. And I said, Mike, you've taken over from my daughter. You're the number one contributor of the show. And he said, what are you? Oh, come on. And on the ground, I had this satchel. It was actually a pink satchel. It's his wife, Sandy's. And he had about 40 radio play only cds that he gave me so mm, that laid out to about 850 songs so i just pointed at it and said let's see you just gave me 850 songs to do so uh while about 500 of them or 400 of them 500 of them i had maybe 600 of them the other 250 came home so i i think you've had a you have a serious lead he kind of put his head down and went, yeah i think so and i by the way he just sent me uh last week a first person who's ever sent me anything for the deuces or wilder collection bob and earl and i'm gonna look it up harlem shuffle i'll look it up mike so we're gonna go here it is a song that i heard over judson school right down the street where i heard most of my sad little uh feeling sorry for myself songs homesick songs i like to say it at the time but the one good thing about that is it really melded me to music because, man, when I get back to that place, I'd have that hour in the canteen, have some quarters. Now, I don't even think they cost quarters, probably nickels or dimes, but I could hear that music and it would just put me in a, it would put me in a better mood. So this song that's coming up is called Endless Sleep, Jody Reynolds. 50s, 58, 59, I know, please don't tell me you have this in your collection because you do not. If you do, I'll be shocked. 
Then we're going to have Dave take us in after that. He'll bring us into the Deuces Are Wilder, and then maybe, let's see, I'm not sure which way that we'll do this. I think we'll let him take take us into the Deuces Are Wilder, and then we'll do a little talking, and then we'll, you know, do another couple tunes, and we'll do the end choir just a little bit later. So this is a request going out to you, Megan, and then, so we'll knock off about uh, uh, two, we'll, We'll play. I got to stop saying knock these off. It really doesn't, doesn't, it's demeaning to the song. So we'll enjoy, we'll play, we'll revere these songs. It's time to rock and time to roll.
night was black, rain falling down. Look for my baby, she's nowhere around. Traced her footsteps down to the shore. Afraid she's gone forevermore. I looked at the scene, and it seemed the same. I took your baby from you away. I heard a voice crying in the deep Come join me baby in my inner sleep Why did we quarrel? Why did we fight? Why did I leave her alone tonight? That's why her footsteps ran into the sea that's why my baby has gone from me I looked at the sea and it seemed the same I took your baby from you away I heard a voice crying in the deep Come join me baby in my endless sleep There in the breakers I saw her near Reached for my darling, held her to me Stole her away from the angry sea I looked at the sea and it seemed to say You took your baby from me away My heart cried out, she's mine to keep I saved my baby from an endless sleep, endless sleep, endless sleep. songs in rock and roll history with the coolest covers it's time for harry's deuces are wilder great songs great covers i thought love was only true in fairy tales and for someone else but not for me Love was out to get me That's the way it seemed Disappointment haunted all my dreams Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace A doubt in my mind I'm in love I'm a believer You get his pain When I needed sunshine I got rain Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace A doubt in my mind I'm in love I'm a believer I couldn't leave 
Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer And I heard trace Of doubt in my mind I'm in love I'm a believer I couldn't leave her if I tried Yes, I saw her face Now I'm a believer First, the Monkees did it. They did the original. They did that in the 60s off their television show. And then Smash Mouth came along and smashed it. 
I'm a believer. I really like the way they rocked it. I usually, I can't really tell. Sometimes, most of the time, I guess I'm going to guess the original because that's what made me even want to do. The deuces are wilder because they're original. But once in a while, a cover comes along and it's better. I like it better and I like this one better, for example, even though I'm happy with both of them. So what'd you think of the endless sleep? I zoomed right back to that jukebox, that beautiful, beautiful, I don't even know what the name of it was in those days, Wurlitzer, maybe. I can see all the colors of the records in that dark corner. And if I could imagine, if I could have known sitting there in that room as a 9 or 10-year-old or whatever I was, 11, and realize if I looked out of that, past that jukebox to the, at about 11 o'clock, Many, 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 many years later, I would be living in the house that I'm living right now. And that place has been sold, turned into the exclusive, exclusive. They still call it Judson. That was the name of the school. We used to do everything at that school. We used to walk to school and there, every, there was orange trees, lemon trees, everything all over. It just smelled fantastic. As I mentioned before, I had great education, such a good one that got me going south down the wrong trail hung out with the guys the first year, and then the girls came along the second year, made it enjoyable. It was a fine school, and I actually ended up being friends with some of the Wicks who founded the school and knew it. Jay Wick was a good friend of mine later on in life, and we actually did some, we did some business for him. So we did, a, we did a nice little barrage there. We got uh, Megan taken care of there. Again, thanks for treating us good down there in Nashville. Nashville's getting hot. I noticed the other day that there are more airplane flights going in there. It's such a big healthcare area besides the music. That's getting to be a pretty healthy place to do business. Prices are going up, but the hospitality was great. We had a wonderful time with there, and I can't wait to go back. I almost wore my fabulous Piggly Wiggly Music City sweat shirt this morning, but I said, nah, I'll probably spill coffee on it or something, so I'm not going to do it. Okay, so now we're sitting at the, at, the, at the crossroads, I like to call it, and I'd like to just make a minor. I'm in a pretty decent mood. I'm, I'm, most anybody that knows me knows I, I probably inherited this from the old man. I'm probably going to lecture on a dime. But when I'm passionate about something, I'm passionate about it. So when I last left off, I talked about the example in San Francisco where we were with the digital group, and they had it all laid out. There'd be the example they used or something, I think it was like dentist on the same street, go to Amazon, get this. You pay the same for all the equipment. Uh, it was almost like you'd just see five or ten offices in a row looking exactly the same. So I, I couldn't, I, and they said, Wouldn't, isn't that going to be great? You'll have your choice. Price is all going to be close to the same stuff, and I couldn't stand it. I stood up and said, that's not going to happen like that. Let me just say one thing. If I was competing with you all, let's say everybody's uh, skill, the dentist's skill level was was you know was all good. If you're a crappy dentist, you you get about one round there. We all understand that. But if you're all pretty decent, you'd have similar hours. You do this, you do that. Well, if a uh, a numbers person or money person was running those ships and keeping the, having the beautiful low, low, low cost with a nice profit margin on there, well, I would just crush them. Because then I would begin to brandify myself different than everybody else. As long as the skill level was there, I don't care if it was painting. I don't care if it was a name change. I don't care if it was an hour change. I don't care if it's having uh, 
coffee there. I don't care if it's taking a different medical plan than somebody else. Pretty soon I'd separate. I'd spend money for it. And of course I would advertise it and market it. And I would do it consistently. And I promise you, if everything else was equal, there would be some shuttering of the doors on the dentist place. So that's the end of that particular chapter. But then yesterday I was sitting in a sales meeting with Robert and Steve. We have three pretty good-sized projects going on, some good ones with some, with some good companies. And they're very happy. They're, they're different things. One's a video, uh, one's a website, something, something else. And, and uh, they're, they're pretty high-class jobs, and I'm real proud of the work that the guy's done. So <clears throat> two of them uh, were RFPs, and the other one just asked us to do it, put a bid in. We did, and uh, they loved the work, loved it, loved it. Of course, one already immediately didn't, I'm not going to say they used the line, sharpen the pencil. I don't think they did. But it was intimated that mm, it's a little stiff for what we'd like to pay. Could we reduce her down a little? So we came back and said, okay, you can reduce it down this much, about a, let me do it quick, about 30% reduction. But you're going to get about a, you're going to get a lesser product because we're not going to put the time in. I said, well, we don't want to go that maybe maybe somewhere between the two i think they thought well maybe if we go somewhere between the two they'll get the top one for the middle price we said okay great we'll give you that so what they really ended up settling for this is a big 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 company for about a 25 percent reduction off the top of the price they went from an a plus or an a to about a b or b minus to me that's very foolish because the other is is they're winners but my point of this all is all three projects are on a stall because either they're shopping us around after we've done the work, looking us over. It has nothing to do with the quality of the work. That makes my point. When it's great, it's great. You can just look at TV, as I've mentioned before. You can look anywhere. But television is a wonderful example with, if, if you, with the preponderance of different channels everywhere, every cable, every this, every FX and and you look at anything that has a commercial in it, they're just schlock. They're just bad commercials. That's all. The, that's the only way I can look at them. When I look at one the other night, I don't want to name the companies. I've got to be careful. Be calm here in case one of them's ever listening here. Well, if they're on the Nile, they're probably not listening. But they, <laughs> I'm not even going to bring the commercial up because you're going to know who it is, and I just can't do it. They suck. Sorry, sorry folks. <laughs> Listen, it's terrible. It's a big, big, big-time insurance company, and I would be embarrassed to put my name of my company on that particular ad that they did. And then on the other side of the spectrum, when a commercial is great, and the one that comes to mind every single year about mid-March comes to mind beautifully and correctly is Pure Michigan. Beautiful job, same voice, Way different, great content. I mean, I want to go to Michigan. And Marlene has assured me, you really don't want to go there, except there are some good times in the summer, she said. But there are bugs and insects and this and that. And that's her point of view. I know I've heard several people say it's beautiful. and But when you look at pure Michigan and what they do on that commercial, and they start it just about when March rolls around, because they're not going to invite you to Michigan in Jan and Feb. So that campaign is consistent it has uh they run plenty of plenty of they spend plenty of money on it it runs and it runs on many channels and i would love to see the numbers of what they've done with that pure michigan another one that came to mind the other night that i was looking at was the sherwin williams 
paint. Now, several of the paint companies do some good stuff. But Sherman Williams is probably the best one, and I promise you, if you think that's those are easy takes right there, but man, you remember the colors, you remember the little animals on there. That's what a commercial is supposed to do. It doesn't automatically, it's not automatically a call to action. Sometimes it just reverberates, reverberates. You hear it somewhere else, you see something else, but in the back, it's the paint. It's how beautiful those colors are. It's kind of mesmerizing. Those are the contrasts between great commercials and other ones. So I'll get off the soapbox right now. It's my business, and I jumped into it. And again, this is stuff for Shell to understand that it's a whole different world now. It's run by the money people, that the people want those pencils sharpened, want that money to go down, down, down. And again, the other problem is, besides putting out stuff that really is substandard, is when the scope creep comes back. And that happens one of two ways. It happens as you're going along in the project and you say, you know, could you add the purple donkey? Could you do this and that? Always hoping and expecting that you're going to do it for nothing. And the other part, the other place it comes in is when the finished product is unveiled. And they go, oh no, I didn't think it was going to look like that. I, I, I thought we were going to do that. There's always kind of a misrepresentation of the forget and, and the forgetfulness of the pencil sharpening that went on to take the guts out of what we're going to do. So that's how it goes, folks. That's, that's my profession. I've done it for my whole life, and I do know what I'm talking about. And a commercials are subjective, but you can easily, I can tell you right now by looking at them, who put the money in and the time and the blood, sweat, and tears, not just the dough. And then you look at frequency and you look at uh, different the different demographics that they're reaching out for, and there you go. And speaking of demographics, when we got our Google stuff today, I saw the beautiful, beautiful queen on the Nile. We also, I also was very surprised to see that about 60% of the people that listen to our show are 35, 36, and under. The next 15% are up to about 60 years old. And then the rest make up the rest. So I'm very happy to have the Dem- I'm happy to have any demographic or even a democratic. I don't really care, but I'm happy you're all enjoying it and you're bringing me some new stuff, just like what we got today from Megan with Cage on the ground. Never heard of fly leaves. Never, never heard of any of it. And that's her tune. And now her manager down there, Nikki, is bringing a tune up that I'm very familiar with. And most of you are, and a group. But that's the kind of back and forth that we that we have on the show. That imp- we're all improving it together, taking the basis and taking the music that again, it's seventy years of rock. If you don't like it, then you must have been under a rock, or you just don't like rock. And then people have added to it. So before we get down to the end choir, what do we got here? We got a a song that one of the uh, least appreciated, and they they had some good things going on at their time of the British groups was a uh, group called Jerry and the Pacemakers. Several big tunes, several big hits, kind of a, kind of a little soft rocker, but they were very good. Nice singing. We're going to go to that. And then we're going to go to a, I think we're heading for a sticky. We're heading for Mr. Jerry Lee Lewis, the wild man, the first wild man of rock and roll. We'll do those two. We'll stop. We'll take a look around. Actually, that's the name of the song coming up in two songs, too. And we'll look at, uh, you know what? Yeah, let's do those two. Stop before we do Nikki's request. 
we'll go into the Enquirer because I'm anxious to tell you about some of the things in the Enquirer today because I'm always anxious. So I think that's what we'll do. We'll go ahead and enjoy the Ferry Cross the Mercy. Then we'll go to the stop off for a sticky. Then we'll go into the Enquirer, I think. We'll go to the Enquirer. Terry hates it when I do this. He told me the other day, don't say you're going to go to the Enquirer. Then all of a sudden, to skip somewhere else. So I guess we'll go into the Enquirer. It's not really that bad for me. I think I'm going to enjoy it. So we'll go over here. Let's, let's get over here and let's cross the Mercy. We've been on the Nile tonight. Let's go across the Mercy. Life goes on day after day Hearts torn in every way So ferry, cross the Mersey Cause this land's the place I love And here I'll stay Too much, honey. I can't love you enough. It's all right. 
we'd hear breathless do jerry lee and then i'll do the sticky after on him he was as i mentioned earlier i can remember hearing that song when it first came out that breathless breathless you're like man that's cool that's 1958 he started with sun records the famous sun records in memphis and he started he did his first recording in 56 started in 56 he started to come out of the shoot good, except he had one small problem, which another reason I decided I'd do him and then go into the inquire because it's kind of an inquire like thing. Jerry married his 13-year-old cousin, once removed, and that caused horror and fear in everybody. And Jerry at that time was making 10,000 bucks a night. He quickly dropped to 250 a night. He had to play wherever he could play. The crowd wasn't pleased with this type of an effort. He was known as a, at that, he was wild anyways. He was a dancing fool, just like Elvis was. They came rolling out of that 1955 group. And by the way, he is the last remaining member of the big 55, I call it. And you're talking about Elvis, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Roy Orbison. Now, what kind of a crew is that? And Jerry Lee. He's still rolling, and he's still rocking. Now, his album he did in 1964, where he was playing overseas and everywhere so he could get work, called um, Live Live at the Star Club in Hamburg, Hamburg, Hamburg. I, I could use a hamburger right now. In Germany, it's called Live At, was rated one of the greatest live albums of all time. He can, he can play. And he was a, very, very exciting when you'd see him. And today, some of this stuff would be like, mm, that's... Not that nutty, but man, in those days, he'd go crazy. And they've, he scared the adults, <laughs> scared them to death, no matter what they were, old Jerry Lee did. But he, he, had, uh, he, he went over in the 60s and 70s again to eat. To, I mean, he, he was just trying to make a living, and he charted. He did some, a lot of country western. He charted 30 songs country western in the top 10 in the 60s and 70s. Jumped in the 
uh, Hall of Fame, both rock and country in 1986, rated number 24 of the great, uh, his song, Great Balls of Fire, is rated number 24, the greatest 100 songs of all time. And then I mentioned the 55 class. But we have some really powerhouse, now that I think about it, let's see, we got Roy Orbison, we got Chuck Berry coming up, we got Ike and, T- and Tina, we got Jerry Lee, that's quite a bruising crew we have going on here tonight. Didn't realize. Look at some Hall of Famers all over the place. Millions and millions of records are sold off this list. But that's enough. I'm getting breathless myself in anticipation, waiting for the Enquirer. Rip from the headlines. Secret son of Camilla and Charles. OJ hiding his money and talking John Wayne sculpture from the gift shop. It's Wilder News brought to you by Harry's National Inquirer, spelled with an I, because inquiring minds and behinds want to know. Now, who's got the details? Harry's got the details. So we're going to start the Inquirer tonight with somebody I didn't even know who the hell she was. And it's kind of nice that I don't know these people. Amorosa, A-O-O-M-A-R-O-S-A. Apparently in the Enquirer, she has, um, what has she done? She has flunked a lie detector test as she's tried to betray the VP, Pence, and Trump in a vicious smear campaign after her canning, I I mean firing. And uh, the former CNN host, I don't know who he is either. Piers Morgan, his description of her is a vicious, conniving, backstabbing piece of work. You can't trust her. She was on a couple of horrible television shows. I don't know what they are either. And apparently railing against the administration. Of course, you know, why did you bring her into this administration? But nonetheless, we leave the politics and let that roll down the highway. So enough of that backstabbing. Let's go over to Britain. And let's have a look at Camellia. Apparently, Camellia is hiding from us. This is the second or third one of these I've heard. Another secret son. I don't know how you can have a lot of these secret sons. But nonetheless, they do. Apparently, she and Charles had a a torrid romance in the 60s and spawned this guy, Simon. And he wants a DNA test. He didn't want any dough, he said. No dough, no nothing. However, I'm always suspicious of the people that want this and say no dough because the boys... Uh, what is it, William and Harry? How can I forget Harry? They're very interested in, in meeting him. And if, if he's their long-lost brother, then uh, they'd like to meet him. And she was going to go down under. <laughs> she was going to go down under. She was going to go to Australia with Charles. But because of the horror of the uh, potential DNA test and confrontation, she she bailed. Back to the boys. They're interested in meeting her. But apparently Kate has stepped in, and her fear is that if he does pass or whatever you do with the DNA, proving that it's their long-lost brother, he will move ahead of William and move up the chain to become the king. So we really can't have that. Uh, let's see. What else do we have in the fabulous inquiry here? We canceled the trip. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh-oh. It's OJ. OJ has reared his big, big, big... Big, big, big story coming on on O.J. Apparently, O.J. formed a company for his son when his son was 16, some kind of an investment deal. And O.J. has been stashing the money. You know, he owes $33.5 million 
to the to the uh, Goldman family, but OJ's not going to pay, and he gets money. I mean, he, before he went to the clink the second time, I mean the prison, he was get he'd get ten thousand from these sleazy nightclubs just uh, allegedly, for just allegedly sleazy. I have to watch that. Uh, they are sleazy. Ten thousand bucks a night just to say OJ's going to be here tonight, and then he get two hundred for this. Plus, he gets twenty five thousand a month from a, from his NFL pension, and they can't touch that the death benefit, but old Jay's been stashing cash in his son's business for about 15, 16 years. He's sly, old Jay is, and he says, I don't know anything about that, and I'm not going to pay. So let's move from OJ down at the bottom of the gutter to John Wayne up at the top. This, this, uh, this particular week, John, what's available from the gift shop is a John Wayne talking tribute sculpture. It's bronze. It's bronze. It has rich bronze tone, a rich bronze tone finish that complements the hand cast sculpture of the Duke. It features an authentic recording of John Wayne's reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. This is original. It came out in 1972. It was created, and it's still cherished across the land. So you can order that for. Let's see what we got here. This is 99.99. And this, these are even payments, payable in three payments of thirty-three, thirty-three. This is something. You know, I'm not going to just push it on you like I do with some of these, some of the jewels and stuff. You either got to be a patriot and you got to look at it. And it at the on the base it says liberty and justice for all. So that's something you may want to look at for a hundred bucks. I don't know how many. I don't know how you. I guess it has a chip in there. I don't know how it works, but you can have John doing that for you. So that's that's something a little different than we offer out of the gift shop, and we get, had to get away from the jewelry. There was a couple of jewels in there, but until Doug calls me up and starts raiding some of this jewelry, I don't want to be selling you stuff that maybe they're they're such bargains I don't even know, or maybe they're a little bit overrated. So that's the inquiry this week. Enjoyable as usual. I I flaked. I haven't written them the letter yet to try to see if I can be a part of the or the inquiry can join our show, but I'm going to keep it on my mind. It's always on my mind. Actually, I have so many inquirers in here. Dad would be proud. He'd be looking down and say, look at my son. That, that beautiful inquirer I got him turned on to as a teenager. He used to insult it. He still, and he was depressed when that dead seahorse or that seahorse that had expired arrived. But now he's, 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 he's proud of it because it's up at the top of his literary chain, at least as far as newspapers. The request for Nikki is coming up. The Chain by Fleetwood Mac off the Rumors album, Killer album, 1977. Limp Biscuit came out with Take a Look Around, coming from the Mission Impossible movie, the soundtrack. Heard it the other day and said, mm, got to have it in this particular show. Then we're going to go out to Katie Lang. Didn't do a lot of stuff, but she has a fine voice. We're going to let her sing. And then I'll stop, give you a little preview of what's going on, and we're going to finish it off with, oh, wait a minute, we have one more sticky. We'll do a little bit of a sticky with Mr. Chuck Berry giving you Nadine, and then we're going to let Ike and Tina Turner. We'll cover them in a sticky at another time, but I'll give you a couple of little facts about them. Time for some music, time to listen, time to dance, time to rock, and time to roll.
This is Rick Kingo from Caper Clowns coming to you from Denmark. You can hear us on RadioWilder.com where you hear the newest and best music in rock and roll.
brings us to Chuck Berry, last sticky of the day. Chuck was born in 1926, lived 90 years to 2017. The Chuckster was called the Prime Minister of Rock and Roll, King of Rock, and in the 50s, he was the most important with Elvis, but he liked to distinguish himself from Elvis by saying, who he respected, by saying, I either wrote all or co-wrote all my tunes. He always known for his great guitar, many famous songs, and he had his own. He was a charter member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1986. He did his own thing. Great, cool guitar player. And he... He was his own dude. He liked to play, and if he could get and play at a venue that would be near Indian restaurants, that's what he did. It doesn't seem to make sense from the outside, but Chuck did. He, he, he had a warehouse full of Cadillacs. He, not only did he talk about racing Cadillacs around, but he had, a, he had a whole garage full of them. He said, man, I'd sell some now and then, but nobody ever offers me the right amount of money. Chuck also... Uh, not only did his own thing, but Chuck had uh, he had a few little visits down at the prison himself in 1944. Chuck and I just bring this up because this is the history of the dude. You know, some people's not some people nowadays think, hey, the rappers are, you know, they're the ones that are, uh, or these other people are outlaws. Well, some some of the early rockers, they uh, and. At some time, I'll tell a couple of stories about some violence in rock and roll, too. It does happen. There's some people going south, other than the meat cleaver, of course. In 1944, he had to go to the clink for armed robbery. And then in 1956, the Man Act, and I didn't have any information on that, but I seem to remember that he took an underage girl across the state line. So that's the Man Act. I don't, that could be inaccurate. I don't think it is, and I'm not even sure. I don't want anything to do with the Man Act, but I think that's what it is. But I probably should have done a little bit better job if I wanted to say how somebody went to prison. And then finally, in 1979, he had to go in for a short term for tax evasion. Didn't take away from any of Chuck's greatness. Total original, charter member of the Hall of Fame, sold millions and millions of records, plenty of them great. And Nadine, when Chuck plays, you get dancing. That's all. We all played his stuff. All of it. He influenced the Brits. He influenced everybody. Mr. Barry did. Great guitar. All original stuff that he did, which was wonderful. Last song of the day, we're going to do Proud Mary. And we're going to do it with Ike and Tina Turner. And I do have it in the double play, this particular version. But I just wanted to hear it. Liked how they did it. And they had a contentious relationship. Fought all the time. Ike, the Ikeettes, they were originally called. They had good success. First, she was a backup singer, and then they got tight together, and then they got married, then they got divorced, then they got married, and then Ike uh, ran into the ugly cocaine and kind of spiraled downhill. There were some accusations of physical abuse, and basically, Tina, at a certain point in her life in the 70s, early 70s, just said, look, take it all. Take the house, take this, take that. I don't want any of it, and resurrected her career and turned into Tina Turner, changed everything up, and she's had a fabulous career since then, and she's still rocking and rolling in her 70s very nicely. Chuck OD'd in 1978 on the co- the ugly cocaine, but they did have a lot of good hits together, and when they did play, if you go back and look up some of the Iquettes, they did some good stuff, but it was just so long ago, and they didn't get the prominence that she did, for an example. Next week... 
27th, got a list. I, I came out the other day and I had a meeting with somebody and it was a super dull meeting. And I came out and I was kind of weak when I got home. And I work ahead on these things and kind of throw songs into the different lists. I don't, again, don't plan them. But let's say I filled up this particular show list, uh, Wilder Time uh, 26, and something comes up that I like or I see or I got a, a, a new group I ran into the other day that I'll debut in a couple of these down the road. But I'll slip these in. And, of course, I'll start a list like this one and put in two requests, which we're going to keep doing. And then I'll put the double play and uh, Deuces or Wilder in. And then from then, I'll just add songs and I'll put them in in no particular order. And I'll shuffle them up, see how they sound. And I go from there. Well, the other day I came home and I was weak. So I came out to the backyard and I saw my boy, Jimmy. So I went in, changed, and threw the ball till he jumped in the pool. And that made me, my move me up to about a C. Then I came in and said, oh, I got to do a little exercise again on the bike. I said, oh, yeah, you know what? I haven't checked out 27 yet, which will be next week's show, which actually will be the 13th, I think it is. And it's one of those magical ones that I got on the bike. And this first song that came out of the shoot, ooh, I really liked it. And as it began to move along, it automatically gave me a opening song. It gave me an ending song. It gave me three in a row that worked very well together, and it just pumped my mood up. I ratcheted up the bike. I went up and down on it, did some weights, did everything. It's one of those treats. I like all the playlists. Don't make any mistake about that. And that's why I don't like to use the terms like knocking it around, knock them off, or any of that stuff. But once in a while, they hit, and you go, this is it. Now, I still have to take that list. And remember how I heard it on the bike and put it in its proper order. But I can remember most of it because it resonates. So that was a good treat. So that's what I can tell you about 27. And again, coming along, we're going to on April 27th, so we don't get the 27th mixed up. It will be the Caper Clowns Night. They really do some good stuff. And they're pretty advanced down the road. And, and they've had, um, Denmark is a small country, but they've had a number one. And Denmark has some really good groups. Ravenettes obviously is one of my favorites. So I'm going to enjoy that. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great time. We're thrilled to hit country number 20. Egypt got Israel last week joined up. And, and I was shocked when I saw Egypt just hopped aboard with seven downloads of the show. And it's not the same person because it can be different devices. So it's probably six or seven people that spread it around. I'd like to dream tonight when I go to bed that they're listening to the Wilder program on the Nile. But maybe they're not. Thanks again from Dave, from T, from everybody else that puts this show together. And please, please be kind to the Be Kind People Project. Help the kids out. Send them some money. It's nothing from us. Or buy one of the Wilder shirts and we'll whip out a $5 bill for them. However you send them something. I really do want this thing to be successful. Again, thanks a lot. Love it. Love you guys. Having the time of my life. Good night. To the driver, hey conductor, you must slow down. I think I see a please let me off the bus.
torture for me, please. Moving through the traffic like a mounted cavalier, leaning out the taxi window, trying to make a hell of Listen to the story now. Left a good job in the city. Working for the man every night and day. And I never lost one minute of sleep. And I was worrying about the way the things might have been. Big wind keep on turning. Oh, the proud Mary keep on burning. Rolling, rolling, yeah. Rolling, rolling on a river. Rolling on the river. Rolling, 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 rolling on a river. Rolling on the river.
You've been listening to RadioWilder.com, edition 26, season 2018. Now partnering with the Be Kind to People Project. Learn more at thebekindpeopleproject.org. Buy a Radio Wilder t-shirt to help out. Click on store on RadioWilder.com. And be sure to join us for Radio Wilder April 27th for the debut of Denmark's The Caper Clowns. Over 60 years of music, stories, and life. It's all right here every Friday on RadioWilder.com. It's like a Woodstock weekend jammed into one show. Thanks for listening. Cross Atlantic shout out to everyone tuning into RadioWilder.com from the Caper Clowns of Denmark.